And welcome back to the Unpredictable Podcast, where no topic is too controversial or uncomfortable to handle. The safe haven for each listener. There is never a dull moment or topic. Every Saturday, we tackle a new topic, whether it's my boyfriend is leaving me, but I love him, or the oil crisis in the world. So sit back and let's see if we can figure out the roller coaster of reality together. And welcome back to the Unpredictable Podcast. So today's episode is going to be based on health. I could save this until the actual month where this is recognized, but I feel like if so much is going to happen between then and now, because having a condition means that you live a life a tad bit more unpredictable than anyone else. So as you all would know from many, many podcasts ago, I suffer from polycystic ovaries, which is PCOS. And it has, as I would have said in the last podcast, I wear my condition on my sleeve. It is not something that I, like I'm not this person who has it in my Instagram bio and I'm posting up in teal everywhere. And I'm not that type of person. However, I'm fully aware that this condition shapes my day-to-day. I'm fully aware that the condition has, it's it's like a battle. If you've ever played any type of video game before, Tekken, um, Yu-Gi-Oh, Naruto, anything at all, you know like they will be like, one person is up, the other person is down. Football, basketball, any game. And last year, it, my score really was PCO, PCOS 1, wave nil. And as the year progressed, I made it my mission that not only at the ending of last year, but into this year, I was going to raise that score. It is not a battle I am facing with my own body, but it is a continuous commitment towards the betterment of my life. So this week's podcast title is PCOS 1 with Waves or Wave Knee 1. So as always, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's podcast. What has PCOS done to me? So I have insulin resistance, and by default, that means that I am not supposed to consume a lot of sugar. I don't, actually. I stop putting sugar in my tea regularly, like actual sugar. I don't put sugar in my food. I've not cooked with sugar in, of course, it's in other things. However, I don't actively put it in my food. I just have had to avoid it a lot. I dabble in chocolate because dark chocolate is really good for me. And little things here and there. But overall, I have had to change my entire dietary life. And in doing so, it has really, really helped me through my overall just well-being. The reason I'm making this episode actually is because last year I had a health scare. I I'm not even gonna talk about the poor health service here, which I guess I have to, but I won't like go in detail because the service is not always bad. It's just the days when I needed to be great, it just wasn't. There's a plane flying over. If I really hope you all can't hear that. Yes, I 
experience a that was August, September, October, a four month health scare whereby I almost became anemic. Wait, this plane is. Jeez Louise. Is it? It's still there. Okay. I almost became anemic and I was tired. I was weak. I couldn't go to work some days, which I, I still did because money I have to make. I was in pain. I mentally was at the lowest point of my entire life. And I had to get an emergency ultrasound. I had like three ultrasounds last day for different things, all related to the same condition. But I had like an emergency ultrasound one day. And um, I literally was told I have like 14 cysts on one worry, 13 cysts on the other one. Some of them are enlarged, blah, 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 blah. And the first time ever, a doctor looked at me and was like, it doesn't really matter how much cysts you have. As long as you have one, you have one. And nobody has ever told me that because I was always like, oh, I have so many. It's such a scary thing. But I had to go back onto medicine. I had to come off medicine. I had to like go through this whole transitioning phase over the span of like two weeks where everything I was doing for six months I was told to stop and I had to just transition into this whole new routine. I wasn't working out regularly because I couldn't physically like build enough strength to do it and the funny thing is I was still getting weight which double-edged sword might I add and I really didn't know what to do. And I'm saying all of this to say that it put me in a position where I really had to say a statement that I never thought I would say this at this age, especially, which is, wave me. If you are at this low point right now, the only way from here is up. And I had to like sit down one day and really like reflect on everything that I've been doing and say, I only can do better from here. So switch my diet i've been in a calorie deficit ever since i have had to work out i started the gym mind you mid this whole health crisis and health center, i started the gym and i couldn't even go because i literally couldn't physically like build enough strength to go but as i was saying i in november the beginning of november i, I switched my medicine and i had to like come to terms with a more extreme dose of that medicine and I'm, I'm very adamant with doctors because I have already been on different types of drugs before that I don't want any side effects I don't want to like sit down here and have to like suffer I don't want to, have to go through like a growth spurts and all that kind of stuff and I was like if that happens to me I'm going to sue you and the doctor was very understanding I was like I am not I'm not doing this anymore like I, I will literally like just like you know and um, doctors were really understanding and what they did literally, as I said, was like switch my meds. So now this is what, two months, three months into this whole new health era of my life. And I really just want to like share some points to everyone out there. Not, not only has be serious, but just is at a help, a moment in their health like journey where they feel like they don't know what to do anymore. And just say and share like what are things that I did that have brought me to this level of fitness and just not fitness as in exercising, but just this level of physical fitness. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
physical betterness towards my body internally and externally. So one of the first things I actually did was I stopped eating a lot of things. And as the years rolled over, I kind of started actually eating some of those things, but in really, in moderation, like on a different level. I have only now started back to eat meat again consistently because I stopped. Not because I was told to, but more or less because I needed a break from that era of my life. However, one of the conflicts in that is that I need to consume protein. I like I need protein more than anything else. Call me a carnivore and I don't even like meat. I can't even tell you. I can't express in words how much I don't like meat and how much I needed to survive. Well, one of the first things I did was I switched the way I eat. I switched the times I eat. I don't eat late anymore. I don't eat past maybe like 6 o'clock if I don't have night work. If I have to work in the evening, I eat at 7, like 7.25, 7 o'clock is like my ideal time. On top of that, the whole what I eat is a really important factor. I've been slacking right now because I'm in an era of like 80% what I should eat, 20% of what I should eat, but I still can't eat. 20% looking a little strong, 80% is still doing exceptionally well. But I'm not supposed to consume a lot. I don't consume dairy as of right now. I haven't consumed dairy milk. Unless it's in pasta, that's my only excuse. But actively, I have not consumed dairy milk in years. I have cut out most gluten from my diet which <laughs> didn't even know it was a thing until i really had to do it i think my dad bakes bread with, with gluten so i get fresh bread every week i'm not going to i ask my dad to make gluten-free bread i'm not doing that i don't know if he knows what that even is but yeah cut my carbs and then we move into not only eating right but also moving right um i work in a really old building with two like two-story building and I walk those stairs every day for fun. Sometimes I just like walk downtown and then I come home and then I have to work out. I have to work out three times a week, whether I be on the spins, whether I go for a walk, whether I be cardio, which is very rare, but I do strength training, I do all of these things. And I say this to say that for me to be able to do this, I had to be consistent. And for me to be consistent, I had to hold myself responsible. So the number one thing I think I, I'll tell anybody in like a journey towards bettering your health is holding yourself accountable and being responsible. I didn't work out today and I usually work out on a Sunday to start the week. What I'm going to do is work out tomorrow. I'm not going to work out Tuesday because I have work in the evening. So what I'm going to do is work out on Wednesday, which I also have work, but I'll find the time. I am committed to working out three times a week. If I miss a day, I'll do back to back the next day. So then I'm finished for the week, whether it be if I miss Monday. If I miss Monday, I have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's fine. But if I miss like Wednesday, Tuesday and Friday will see me working out back to back. And I say all of this to say responsibility, consistency, and most importantly, it's just accountability. I have to hold myself accountable for every time I am committed and for every time I say to myself, why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I want to do it. And why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I need to do this. 
because I deserve to have a healthy life. And recently somebody was like, oh, you're getting smaller. And I was like, thank you very much. But it wasn't even like about the fact that they are seeing something that I am working towards. It was more about the fact that I knew I can hold myself accountable that I did it. You know what I mean? That I've been working out consistently. That I, because weight loss isn't even like my ideal thing. I am actually very comfortable where I'm at. But I know that it is a contributing factor to my health. So I want to reach a point where I am comfortable and my doctors are semi-comfortable and don't tell me anything as well. So, of course, the most important thing, as I said from this, to take away is accountability and responsibility. Health scares in general. I think that... If I'm being honest, if because I, I have several friends who have PCOS, I have, I have like many, not just PCOS, many infertility conditions, whether it be fibroids, whether it be endometriosis, whether it be PCOS, whether it be just, I have no clue, like different things, you know what I mean? And I would say that I am the one who is actively like in the doctor's office when I get like a scare, like, cause I get like my, my cysts sometimes rupture, which practically means they burst in my ovary. Worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Wouldn't even wish it on a friend that I kind of do like. I, I mean, it's terrible. And when I got my health scare, I at first didn't even do anything about it. So I want to start by saying, when you see signs of anything happening internally, and externally make the effort to get it done now. I kept my issue going. It started in August. I had a flight to catch in September. It was a nine hour flight. I didn't tell anybody. I sat on that plane. And this is something I could say now. And I I never even released that episode, which I pray I'll get the chance to release it soon. But I sat on that plane for nine hours in pain, sick, low on iron, just like wanting to vomit, like feeling so bad. And I was like, I can't let nobody say this. I'm gonna come off this plane, I'll be hype. I'm like, oh my God, family. Like I kept that composure the entire weekend. The five days I was there, five, six, five. I was like, I am not gonna let anyone see how much pain I am genuinely in and how like drained I genuinely am landed back in Tobago went to work the next morning like I legit brushed myself off and I was like let's get to work I put back on my work clothes and I was out the next day in work like if I didn't just come off uh, eat off like that the place I was in is like four or five hours ahead of us I wasn't jet lagged oh no 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 I didn't even care and I knew I was doing all of this to my body and I knew what it was doing. I knew how much pain I was in. I knew how tired I was. I knew how weak I felt. I knew that I was severely bleeding. And I I literally said, I'll, I'll worry about it next month. October came and I kind of just put it in the back burner until it got to the point where my parents said to me, in like layman terms, you look terrible. And... Uh, we have to do something about this. And it shouldn't have taken that to put me in a position where I said, I need to do something about this. So, 
when it comes to your health, take it seriously. Especially young people. I'm young. I'm here. 24, 24, 23, 23. And sometimes we feel like if or age implies a level of invincibility, just us being able to survive things because we're young. We're not young. We are, but our bodies deal with situations differently. As I say this, my friend, this year, we were having a conversation at the beginning of the year, which is just last month, and she's like, oh, I'm going to get my first ultrasound, just, like, check on it. And I'm like, first, I am, like, clocking in, like, seven right now. You know what I mean? It's like we're on two different spectrums, but we suffer from the exact same thing. And I was very honest with her. I was like, I don't feel I'm going to get an ultrasound this year. One, because I got so many last year. Two, because I'm really on top of things. And I don't, I only reason I'm going to go back is literally if I just felt like checking. And I wouldn't do it so early. My last ultrasound was in October. I have no reason three months later to be even thinking about the ultrasound. And, you know? So I say this to say again. And also, I have, I'll just add, I have one other friend who literally has only gotten one ultrasound. That was when she was diagnosed. Never done anything about it again. She's just chill, you know? And I and I, I looked at it, like, from a perspective of, like, I feel like if PCOS, like, people who suffer from PCOS, and I'm saying this just casually here, I'm not trying to offend anyone. People who suffer from, like, PCOS are the most concerned for some weird reason. Like, we just, we are just on top of things. Like, we, we could we take the diets, we calorie deficit, we work out, we walk, we, we have, like, 60,000 pages on Instagram of just PCOS fitness, PCOS nutrition, PCOS dietitian, everything on this world. People who have fibroids are just like, well, this is it. Surgery or not, I'm going to just be living. I'm going to chill. If it gets too big and, like, the stomach starts to get enlarged, then you might think, like, mm, I'd like how this look. Get this out of me. But in general, you really chill about it. And the people who have endometriosis are the ones who, like, I feel like suffer the most because theirs is, like, the most extreme. Like, to me. Just from my experience and from dealing with like and interacting and observing people who suffer from any of these. But as I continue on, I will say, and the most important part of this entire section in this podcast is when you see your body telling you something is wrong, don't say, I'll deal with it next month. I'll deal with it in a week. I'll deal with it in a while. Deal with it now. Don't wait for something worse to happen for you to actually start acting when issues get really, you know, bad for your body and bad for you. So, in conclusion, I will say that at this point in my health journey, and I will, of course, be making another one of these because health is something that it is a journey. I really think that I've evened out this score, my piece. I don't feel like if it's battling me, as much as it used to but a part of that of course I have to give myself credit and also like put myself in my own place to say hey if you're ever at that point again don't put yourself there don't allow yourself to reach a low point to feel like you have to get back to a high like you don't have to like lower yourself that far down you know what I mean and that's like my biggest regret overall from this entire situation. Like that's one thing that I did that I shouldn't have done. 
So I was, as I said, and I will advise everyone, don't allow a health scare to reach to a point where you don't know if you'll be able to come back. Hold yourself accountable and be responsible and be dedicated and determined to getting to where you want to be. It is not about the destination. It literally never is, except if you're on a flight or on a, a transportation vessel of sorts, whatever transportation mode of transportation you pick. That is one of the only times it's really about the destination. But even in those situations still, you have to enjoy the journey. I will tell you, living on an island, people always say, oh, you can like go around the island like one day. And hypothetically, it is true. However, if you're really thinking about just going around the island, you will never really see everything. It's about the little corner to peek into the mountain range. It's about driving through the rainforest and feeling the transition from coolish air to like almost ice cold air when wind especially it's from going from an area where you're hearing cars upon cars to just hearing birds chirping to looking out and seeing this sister rock or seeing red rock or seeing any type of scenery that's the premise and that's the beauty of the car ride on an island especially mines and it's the same thing in everything that we do yes we have somewhere to get to. Yes, we have that goal weight. Yes, we have that health goal that we want to get to. Whether it be your weight, whether it be your just lifestyle, whether it be not eating meat for three months and making it there, like whatever it may be, it's really about the journey. The journey is what keeps you going. Whether you have an amazing day where for me it would be seven hours of sleep, eating a nice good breakfast, having a good lunch, coming home, working out, and then getting a nice the early dinner in, and then, you know, getting ready for the evening and winding down into, like, that seven hours of sleep again, which would be so ideal if I could get that every day. But while that is ideally a day for me, it's the little moments in between. It's me preparing my breakfast. It's me going to the vegan restaurant and liming with the, um, the chef, which knows my name and is a really nice vegan restaurant. It's, I, I don't know, it's working out and reminding myself and enjoying the music and dancing. It's, it's those are the moments that I'm going to remember. Those are the moments that I'm going to cherish, not when I reach my goal weight. Yes, I'll be happy, but that happiness is only in that moment. And if I didn't reflect on all the other moments I had before it, really and truly, that would be the only moment I have. So enjoy the journey. Appreciate the destination, be motivated by the destination, but be up, gain a level of appreciation throughout the journey. Don't ever let your health get the best of you because your health is really your wealth. Your body is a temple. That's the most religious thing I'll ever say, but your body is a temple and you should take care of it. And I pray that we all take the time, especially with many things that have gone on in the world, within the last few years, take the time to just focus on ourselves and focus on bettering our bodies and ourselves internally and externally. And that brings us to the end of this week's Waves episode. 
as I would always say with each week I come here and I talk and talk and talk but I want for each of us to learn from each other to grow from each other so if you have a message that you want to send in you can send that in my information is always in the description but stay tuned for more episodes to come more topics more controversial topics and even some sentimental stuff along the way so enjoy the rest of your day your night your evening and continue to be a light in your own life.